What is up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that also love to... Wait. Shit. (laughs) God damn We are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. When I don't say this shit for two weeks, apparently my brain is like, F you, and forgets it. Yeah, no joke. Dude, I'm wondering (laughs) if, like... I'm wondering if we should change that. Like, is that, like, be real, is that, like, a goal you're still shooting for? Dude, honestly, at this point, I don't even know what my, like, career goals are anymore. Yeah, I'm, like, I think, so in limbo now. Yeah, I feel like we're more on the, the path to be, like, film critics than we are to be filmmakers. <laughs> and you know what? I'm cool with that. I actually love critiquing movies, so... I mean, yeah, we have a whole, I would freaking hope so. We have 220 episodes. <laughs> no, I actually, episodes. you know what? You know, I, I feel it's time to tell you I absolutely hate doing this. So, you know <laughs> what? I'm out. I'll still keep doing the Gacy Gazette, but I'm not doing the All Bros anymore. <laughs> I'm branching off, man. Can't hold me down. Oh, man. Yeah. So, I'm, 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 we'll talk about it, but maybe the, that intro should, change okay <laughs> uh time that we change it in 220 episodes <laughs> yeah it's about time uh what is that four years just wow. about damn we've been doing this shit for four years wow yeah that's awesome we've been doing, so we we started back in like november of 2017 god damn yeah, so I forgot that we've been doing shit for that long. I mean, it's awesome. I'm like so happy how far the Albros have come, but holy shit. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? And you guys like our podcast, sick our podcast our is almost yet. old enough to go to kindergarten. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah, so uh look forward to a possible new intro next week. <laughs> yeah. Um also, look forward to a, a surprise next week. I'm not going to say anything, but so, yeah. Um, so, we ain't got shit for 4K Spotlight because literally everything came out last week. So, if, <laughs> if you want so if you want to know what came out last week, Uncharted came out on 4K, um, as well as all of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies were released individually on 4K. So, if you guys want to pick any of those up, go ahead to pick up charted but steelbook $50 f you that's all i'm gonna say um and then the freaking um the 4k cover i don't know why this pisses me off but it only has tom holland on the front and then on the back it has mark Wahlberg. i'm like what they should both they should both be on the cover yeah what the hell's up with that yeah so that's kind of what's stopping me from buying i don't know and it's like 20 bucks uncharted on 4k um but anyway um so yeah so that came out last week if you guys wanted to pick any of those up um and then we ain't got shit for through the wall excuse me um so or at least nothing that we really want to talk about yeah um Um, i'm gonna make a quick apology just real fast just because i've I've noticed that we're having a lot of cutoff um 
Yeah, if there's like a lot of gaps and and shit, I'll try to remove what I can. But my Wi-Fi has been acting like super shitty lately. Uh, we're actually gonna have someone come on Friday to check it out. <laughs> you have Xfinity, right? Yeah. Dude, that sucks. Usually, they're usually the best. I freaking love Xfinity. Yeah, I know they've been great so far. It's just for whatever reason, it's been acting up something horrible. Hmm. Interesting. And. So we're going to get that checked out and see what's what's going on. But this episode might be a little funky. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's not. But yeah, hopefully it's not too bad. Yeah, but just in case, like you hear a lot of like sketchy shit, just know that that's not normal. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, like I said, nothing for through the wall. Nothing we want to talk about. So. Uh, moving into our um, which will be our deck of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Bad. Caleb, what do you see started? Oh man, dude, you were just cutting out like something awful. <laughs> oh shit! Here, I'm going. <sighs> All right, so we shut off video chat. Hopefully, that saves us some bandwidth. Um. But Rose, what were you saying? <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, so since we ain't got nothing for four K spotlight or through the wall, what do you say we just get into our headliner of the evening? I say let's do it. Sweet. Every day we're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc. etc. With this constant bombardment, it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos. But fret not, you've come to the right place, my friend. I'm Jason, and I love media. I invite you to check out the Mixed Media Forest podcast, the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you, the listener. Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, Reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. Can I go? Yep. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. I'm so used to your cues. I know. We, we got rid of the freaking indicators. Uh, all right. So for this week's All Bros headliner, we'll be breaking down the highly anticipated sequel, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So, Caleb, do you want to tell everybody how we break down movies on this podcast? Hell yeah. If you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final All Bros letter grade. The eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. All of those numbers get magically added up and split bat through our algorithm and gives us a 
schoolhouse letter grade to uh, base this movie off of. Yeah. Or to compare all the uh, the movies. So, anyway, without further ado, if you have not seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, we are about to spoil the entire freaking movie for you, so do not listen past this point if you have not seen the movie. You have it, been properly warned. If it honestly hasn't been spoiled yet for you, that is truly incredible. I'm amazed that I actually was able to avoid spoilers, because I didn't see this until the Tuesday after it came out. That I'm is amazed. a feat. That is a it, major feat. It, dude, and I wasn't like avoiding social media or anything. Literally everything that I, whenever I saw something Doctor Strange, I just scrolled past it as fast as I could. Dude, that's awesome, because I actually had a spoiler... Like, like so I, I saw it on Thursday, the first day it came out. Yeah. Um. Like, seriously, I freaking drove from Orlando. I left at like 10 in the morning, got to my theater at 4, and sat down to, to see Doctor Strange. That is commitment. <laughs> yeah. So it was like freaking awesome. <laughs> But yeah, I I saw spoilers the next day. Okay, I will say that one thing was spoiled for me. It was just an appearance. Okay, it was an appearance, and I won't say anything until I actually read. Okay. So uh, yeah, if you have not seen this movie, spoiler alert ahead, you have been properly warned, and if you listen past this point and something gets ruined for you, it's your own damn fault. (laughs) Damn right. Okay, so, America Chavez and a version of Stephen Strange are chased by a demon in the space between universes while searching for the Book of the Shanty. Excuse Okay, wait. Strange is killed. Chavez accidentally creates a portal that transports herself and Strange's corpse to Earth-616, where that universe's version of Strange rescues Chavez from an octopus demon with help from the Sorcerer Supreme, Wong. Chavez explains that the demons are hunting her because she has the power to travel through the multiverse. Recognizing witchcraft ruins on the demon, Strange consults with Wanda Maximoff for help but realizes that she is responsible for the attacks. After acquiring the Darkhold and becoming the Scarlet Witch, Maximoff believes that controlling Chavez's powers will allow her to reunite with Billy and Tommy, the children she created during her time in Westview. When Strange refuses to surrender Chavez, Maximoff attacks... Is it Camartage? Is that how you say it? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, killing many sorcerers. Chavez accidentally transports herself and Strange to Earth 838, while Maximoff uses the Darkhold to Dreamwalk, taking control of her Earth, her Earth 838 counterpart, who lives in a suburban life with her own Billy and Tommy. A surviving sorceress sacrifices herself to destroy the Darkhold and break the Dreamwalk. Enraged, Maximoff forces Wong to lead her to Mount Wondagore, Wondagore, think yeah, uh, a forbidden ancient ruin to reestablish the Dreamwalk. While searching for help, Strange and Chavez are apprehended by Earth 838's Sorcerer Supreme, Cal Carl Mordo, and brought before the Illuminati, a group consisting of Mordo, Peggy Carter, Blackagar Boltagon, Maria Rambo, Reed Richards, and Charles Xavier. 
They explain that through reckless use of their universe's Darkhold in an attempt to defeat Thanos, Earth 838's Strange triggered a universe-destroying incursion. After defeating Thanos, the Illuminati killed their Strange to prevent him from causing more harm. Mordo believes that Earth 616's Strange is simul similarly dangerous, but Maximoff reestablishes her dreamwalk at Mount Wendigore and arrives in her Earth 838 counterpart's body before they can pass judgment. She slaughters all of the Illuminati members except Mordo, while Strange and Chavez escape with help from the Earth 838 counterpart of Strange's ex-fiancee, Christine Palmer, a scientist working with the Illuminati. Strange, Chavez, and Palmer enter the space between universes to find the Book of Ashanti, the antithesis to the Darkhold, but Maximoff appears and destroys it. She then takes over Chavez's mind, using her powers to send the others to an incursion-destroyed universe. Back in Earth-616, Maximoff begins, to s begins the spell to take Chavez's powers. Wow, I'm horrible at grammar. Sorry, there's a period after that. Wow. <laughs> Maximoff begins the spell to take Chavez's powers. Strange defeats the uh, Strange defeats the destroyed universe of Strange, who has been corrupted by his universe's Darkhold, and uses it to dreamwalk in the corpse of the deceased alternate Strange that Chavez was with earlier. With Wong's help, Strange saves Chavez from Maximoff and encourages Chavez to use her abilities. She transports Maximoff to Earth-838, where she sees Billy and Tommy recoil from her in fear while crying for their real mother. Maximoff relents and uses her powers to bring down Mount Wendigore, destroying all copies of the Darkhold throughout the multiverse and apparently sacrificing herself in the process. I actually love that they put apparently because it's never actually said if she died or not. I do appreciate that they did say that. Dude, freaking, if there's no body, I don't believe it. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> that um, was my big thing. Like, when I saw it, I was just like, okay, we just saw a giant-ass building fall on her. We did not see her body. She's not dead. <laughs> yeah. And, I, I mean, come on, you just got the Scarlet Witch started. Like, why would you kill her off? Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. Yeah, and it's Elizabeth Olsen. Never kill her off. <laughs> Uh, Chavez returns Strange and Palmer to their respective universes. Sometime later, Kamartaj is repaired as the surviving sorcerers, joined by Chavez, continue training. Strange develops a third eye as a result of using the Darkhold and dreamwalking into a corpse. Yeah, that was a, quite a scene. Um, and it, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, like it is really a horror movie. This is some scary shit. I never like jumped, but like, some of the uh, stuff you saw on scene was pretty terrifying. Um, in a mid credit scene, Strange is approached by a sorceress who warns him that his actions have triggered an incursion that he must help fix. Strange follows her into the dark dimension. Yeah, and for those of you unfamiliar, um, it was confirmed that that is a character known as Clea. Yeah, didn't like Charlize Theron confirm that like today or like the other day yeah which i still think it's a little early to be sharing spoilers but whatever i i mean <laughs> i agree i mean hell freaking dude i was scrolling through tiktok and and this one pissed me off um 
was uh, I'm scrolling through TikTok and they're just like spoilers. Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange two, Reed Richards introduction. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Is that like, that's the spoiler you got? Yeah, bro. I know, freaking. Like, don't get me wrong, Hawkeye is my favorite superhero, but Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, has always been my favorite member of the Fantastic Four, and he's definitely up there with my other favorite superheroes. So, I was freaking hyped, but I was very, very mad that I got spoiled. I didn't see, like, who was playing him. So, in the movie, when, because I straight up thought when they announced Reed Richards, I'm like, okay, did they did they bring back Lone Gruffid to play him? But when they actually showed John Krasinski as Reed Richards... Dude, my mouth freaking dropped. Oh my god, they actually did it? I know. I was, like, I was in awe. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, I, I love the cast choice of Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. It was a gr- it's a great choice. It is yeah. an amazing choice. Don't get me started with the suit. Oh, so good. Personally, would have gone for white, um, like, instead of the black. Okay, fair. But... Other than that, like, it was a freaking amazing suit, which we'll get into. Yeah. Um, but he did, did he have white on the sides of his hair? I want to say yes. Okay. I can tell. If, like, I think they were just, like, they were very subtle. It was more like a, a silver than white. I mean, I feel, I feel he's definitely more of a very younger Reed Richards. Yeah. So. Um,. But yeah, hopefully those get a little bit more, like those stand out a bit more down the line. Yeah, I agree. Um, because I also believe it was confirmed that he will be portraying Reed Richards down the line. Yes! Yeah, so this wasn't just like a one-off thing. <laughs> Dude, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Um. So just getting straight into the story, dude. This... I know, like, there was, like, so many people, like, that I talked to, like, there was one lady at work who, like, who hated this movie, and I have no, like, I tried talking to her about it, she could not give me, like, a good reason why she didn't like this movie. Oh, that's funny. Like, I'm like, okay, if you just don't like this movie, like, fine, whatever, but if she was making the claim, like, oh, this is the worst MCU movie, like, ever... And I'm like, even worse than Thor The Dark World? I was just about to say that. I'm like, you remember that one, right? Yeah, and I'm like, or The Incredible Hulk? Like, I feel that movie sometimes gets too much hate. Oh, that's just me. Eh, as a Hulk fan, like, arguably. Yeah, I, f- I feel it's different <laughs> for you. Which is understandable. Um, yeah, so I was just like, really? Compared to those? And she's just like, oh yeah, like I like those ones way more. And I'm like, hi. How can someone like Thor The Dark World? Yeah. Like, I really like, want to know. I mean, Thor the Thor the Dark World is a bad MCU movie, which is still better than other movies. It's just boring as shit. It is. It's it. Yeah, but That's I was just like, I will it. not be taking any movie recommendations from you, <laughs> like ever. <laughs> but she was just like, oh, it just it didn't have like a happy ending. And she's like, and it's just like, it didn't have a lot of action. It, it like was, it was just very oh, dark. Shit. And I'm like, yeah, this is Marvel's dive into horror. Yeah. And, and this they killed it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did they kill it, dude? Dude, freaking no, no action. My ass. Yeah. Um, 
Did she see when Wong and uh, Strange were fighting that octopus? Freaking Wong was just going freaking ham on that yeah, thing. no joke. Badass. Oh my gosh, dude. When they freaking ripped the eye out, I wanted to throw up. Yes, yeah, seriously. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, that was, that, 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 that was a little much. Yeah, that was insane. And like just like so much, like there were so many horror themes throughout this. It was just crazy intense. And I was trying to explain to her, I'm like, Marvel movies, they never, like, at least lately, they've very seldomly ever ended with like a happy ending. They, they usually, they'll end on a, they'll end on a light note, but the ending is not particularly happy. Yeah. Like, I'm tra- at least with, like, Phase 4, because, like, Black Widow, like, ends with you saying uh, Natasha's grave. Yeah. Um, No Way at Home, like, basically ends with everyone forgetting who the hell Peter Parker is. That's okay. Actually, no. I'm sorry. That was the thing that that. Thank you for jogging my memory. That's what my problem was. Okay, so when Strange casted that spell, everyone forgot that Peter Parker was Spider-Man, or who Peter Parker was. Didn't that count Strange and Wong? Yes. So then, when they're at the, um, I mean, I don't know how long this takes place after. Um, no way home. But when they're like talking to America Chavez about you know Spider Man, you know, be you know you know about him, you know being able to shoot his webs and everything, I'm like, okay, wait, hold the phone. I thought uh, you basically made Spider Man non-existent. No, they made people forget that Spider Man is Peter Parker, or okay. basically made people forget that Peter Parker ever existed. Okay. So they like you remember at the end when. Um... When Peter is at Aunt May's grave and Happy comes. Yes. And like he says, oh, I knew her through Spider-Man. And Happy was Uh, like, oh, yeah, me too. Like they know who Spider-Man is. They know that he's helped the Avengers, but they just don't know who he is. Okay. I don't know why that didn't click in my head. Okay. Okay. I take that all back. Yeah. So it's like... I, yeah, I when they like said that, I'm like, super... okay, wait, hold the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that. Um, shit, what was what was my point with that? I, I I'm sorry if I cut you off. No, you're good. I just I forgot where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> um, balls. <laughs> I completely spaced it. <laughs> anyway, um, like I freaking loved all of this stuff that they uh, they attempted to do with this, like all the horror and dude. When they like, I I kind of had the feeling that Wanda was going to end up being the the bad guy. Well, because actually, apparently, because uh, I was looking for that Wikipedia. Uh, page apparently because uh, I don't know if you knew uh, this script actually went through like a lot of rewrites um, recently um, like that's why you know it got pushed back so much because like the first um, 
showing that they show to audiences like they hated it so they actually had to change a lot um but the reason why wanda became i don't think uh it was originally planned for that but after sam raimi saw wandavision he's just like yeah wanda's gonna be my villain now i respect that i do so much that was another problem that my co-worker had a problem with she was saying like i don't understand why they didn't have like a normal villain like why does it have to be hero versus hero i'm like because that's way more interesting <laughs> yeah i'm like that is so much more interesting than oh, oh someone's doing bad let's go defeat them like no like now people are challenging the like what happens when a when a hero goes bad like that is such a more interesting story than like a criminal getting superpowers or whatever the hell like it's so and then like just her motivations too like she wants to get to a universe like her intentions seem pure like when you when you kind of write them down it's just kind of how she's going about it (laughs) yeah and then i i do feel in my heart that this movie may have suffered from because of those who had not seen WandaVision. I agree. I feel, oh yeah, if you if you haven't seen WandaVision, oh my god, I feel bad cuz yeah, you're probably like freaking lost and you don't understand the uh why she, you know, loves her children so much. I mean, you know, she's a mother, of course, but everything that woman went through in that show is completely understandable. Yeah, like we. I can't be mad. Yeah, I can't be mad at her actions, or at least not that much, dude. I was like, I was on her team, like when she was like, at least for like the first little bit, like when they pulled that like reveal where, (laughs) where Doctor Strange was like, "Hey, we have this girl," and then she said America's name. And I was just like, wait, he didn't say her name. And then, like, she, like, and then Doctor Strange pulled that, too. And he's like, hey, uh, she's like, I didn't say her name, did I? And I'm like, <gasps> well, no, she <laughs> said, she says, she's just like, you didn't say her name, did you? He's just yeah. Like, no, I didn't. Dude, I, like, <laughs> Dude, I audibly gasped. <laughs> Dude, the first, like, thing that I came, came to my head is that audio that's just like, oh, I have to up. That's the first thing that came to my head. I know. And then when she freaking made the the apple grove disappear, holy shit, dude. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Dude the, part, <laughs> dude, the part where I was just like, oh, my God, Wanda is, like, freaking terrifying was when, you know, she's approached by the Illuminati and, you know, Mr. Fantastic is trying to calm her down. And she's just like, do you – you know, he's just like, you know, I, I have kids. I understand and she's just like, is their mom still alive? And he's just like, yes. She's just like, okay, good. Then I won't. Then there will still be someone to take care of them. And freaking just, <laughs> just basically turns them into sh- to grated cheese. And it's oh my god, it's ugh. dude. That was I, hard to watch. <laughs> I flipped out. That was so freaking scary. Yeah. Then freaking what she did to a uh, black bolt. Oh my god, dude. Right? That That's made me want to vomit. Yeah. Freaking hit, yeah. Both of their heads explode. Ugh. Yeah, that was... 
freaking uh I feel nothing against um Monica Rambeau's Captain Marvel, but I feel, <laughs> I feel she kind of like got like the like least cool death. Was that out, out of was the that four. her? I thought it was. I thought or was that maybe it wasn't Monica Rambeau. That's oh, sorry, I... it was Maria Rambo. I'm sorry. It was Maria? Yeah. That's what it says. Hold on, I need to look this up. And it says Peggy Carter, Black Agar, Boltagon, Maria Rambo, Reed Richards, and Charles Xavier. That's interesting. Remind me, who was Maria? That was... I thought Maria was her... Was that who was in WandaVision? Or is that or was that Mon- Monica? I thought that was Monica. I th- yeah, I think you're right. So, so was Maria was Maria Captain Marvel's best friend? Yeah. Okay. That yeah, I thought I recognized the actress. Lashana Lynch. So Lashana Lynch was the actress. So she was Ma- Maria. Okay, so this was a a variant of Captain Marvel, where instead of yeah, instead of uh, Carol Danvers, it was Maria. Okay, that dude, that was weird. Did you did you hear what Kevin Feige like? He he kind of actually like um, got mad at the um, publicity uh, crew for this movie. Why he said that they he feels that they spoiled way too much. I would disagree. I mean, did you see though? Like that in a freaking TV spot, they were showing Captain Carter. I saw that, but like, I thought that was kind of. I don't know. I think they shouldn't have showed any of the Illumin- the Illuminati. Like, I feel because they did that, that so many people were hyped for like all of the um, probably crossovers that they were gonna have people coming from other universes. That when they saw, oh, it's just these five, they probably felt. I know I've heard that a lot of people were disappointed with the very few cameos that we actually got. Hmm. I wasn't upset by the the cameos like at all. Um I thought they worked out really well. I think they kept true to most of the Illuminati. The only ones that I don't feel were actually in the Illuminati were Captain Carter and Captain Marvel. Okay. And I th- I'm pretty I sure those two were taken by, um, like those two slots are in the comics taken by Tony Stark and Namor, the Submariner. Oh, well, that would have been a perfect moment for them to work in a uh, Tom Cruise's Iron Man. Absolutely not, dude. <laughs> I was going to be so mad if we saw him. Uh. Apparently, like, one of the um, writers or producers was, like, really on board for that idea, and he was, like, very mad that it never got off the board, or it never got off the ground. Yeah, so the Illuminati, like, I'm, I'm, I just Googled it. The Illuminati consists of Charles Xavier, Tony Stark, Black Bolt, Namor, Doctor Strange, and Reed Richards. Okay. Cool. So they got most of them. Yeah. Like, the only ones that, like, they replaced was 
I mean, obviously they replaced Mordo with, uh, or they replaced Doctor Strange with Mordo, and they replaced the Submariner with Captain Marvel, and then Tony Stark with Peggy. Yeah. But everyone else was there, so, I mean, good for them for sticking on. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, okay, Black Bolt was a genuine surprise for me to see. So, Anson Mount is the one that played Black Bolt. Okay. And he's from the Inhumans TV show. Oh, so they brought him back? Yeah, they brought him back. That's badass. That's awesome. Good for him. Like, I... Say what you will about the Inhumans TV show. Their cast was killer. I never saw an episode, so I can't say anything. You're Okay, you're not missing much. Okay, cool. But... They had a spot-on cast. The story was just absolute trash. (laughs) So the fact that they brought him back kind of gives me hope that they might reboot, like do a soft reboot of them. Okay. Like, I I genuinely hope that they do. Because, like I said, the, the cast was incredible. Um... Like I'm trying to see if there was anyone that like I didn't like in this movie or uh, or in in humans. Oh, okay. Like other than like the human characters in there, like I think everyone else did freaking like killer. So Sorinda Swan played Medusa, and she's been in some pretty decent stuff. Yeah, like. Everyone did super good. It's just... The story was just garbage. Like, just complete and utter trash. Damn. And... One of my big complaints about that show was... um, Black Bolt only speaks once in that show. Which is fine. I mean, obviously his... Power freaking destroys a bunch of shit. Yeah. But he was like super far away from this mountain and just, and basically said the exact same thing. Like, just said, I'm sorry. Like, he says, I'm sorry, brother, in like a normal tone. And it just kind of like, like, you see some sound waves come out, but then it's like a, a cave collapses and that's it. Oh, sure. Okay. So the fact that they fixed that in this, and we're just like, he says, I'm sorry, and it freaking disintegrates Doctor Strange, made me so freaking happy. Like, yeah, that, that is that like was the pretty portray- badass. Yeah, that is the portrayal of Black Bolt that I've been freaking wanting, because I love Black Bolt. Like, I, I love the, the love story between him and Medusa. Like, it's. So good. So freaking good. But, yeah, so seeing him back, like, was the biggest shock to me. And I, I, I loved it. Um, I did not care for how he died because it was disgusting. <laughs> I feel all of them were, like, really effed up. Like, <clears throat> like geez, Wanda. Yeah, like, dude, the freaking memes I'm seeing now is just like, in just in case anyone doubts that Wanda is the strongest Avenger. Dude, seriously. 
She literally turned Mr. Fantastic into spaghetti. Yeah. Turned him into spaghetti, turned Black Bull into a freaking doll with a crushed head. Yep. Like, basically turned his brain into soup. <laughs> Sliced Captain Carter in half. Yeah, and then freaking made a pancake of Captain Marvel. <laughs> I will say, freaking, when uh, Wanda asked Captain Carter, she's like, oh, don't, and then she say like, oh, don't you ever give up or some shit like that. And she says, oh, I can do this all day. I'm like, yeah, I love that. I appreciate you guys threw that in. Yeah, I was just that was, like, yeah, you that, can. Yes, that made you me smile. Can. Yeah, that definitely got a smile out of me. Yeah. Um, I do have to mention. <laughs> um, DJ <laughs> wanted it to be known. I need to find its exact words. Uh, that he thought the Illuminati scene was unearned and had too much fan service. Okay, I can see where he's coming from. I will. I do wish that it was a lot longer of a scene, because I feel like literally we're introduced to them, and then literally thirty seconds later they die. Yes, I do feel it was slightly rushed, but unearned is is strong for me. Because I agree. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I think that they were just trying to portray how big of a threat. Wanda posed and just the fact that they were just like we can handle your little witch yeah <laughs> just like well, no, honestly, if you can't. A, the way that I look at it it's like it's a completely different earth so I feel if they have like a completely different team I mean I know they're not the Avengers but if it's like a brand new team that we're just barely being introduced to and then they die I mean of course I mean to us they're gonna feel unearned but that's just because you know this it's it's a uh, different Earth than what we're used to. It's brand new to us, right? But I I agree with you. Like I get where DJ's DJ is coming from, um. But I would agree with you. I don't agree with the it feels unearned part. Yeah, it like. No offense, DJ. I love you, man. Yeah, it was it was great. It was like. I think they were in it enough for it, like, because if it would have been like much longer, it, it, I think that would have made it feel more like fan service. Fair enough. Like, oh, we're just gonna get like little scenes with these characters. It's just the fact that they in this movie that they kind of played throwaway characters. Yeah. <laughs> just to show off Wanda's might. Yeah, like she is terrifying. Yeah, like holy. Shit. Like, I... Dude, I was losing my mind through that scene. That whole scene. Like, when she started attacking, I'm just like, dude, you guys are screwed. Yeah. Like, and especially after throwing Ultron bots at her. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you were just asking to get ripped apart. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, someone was pointing out that they actually really liked that, um, if in this universe, or just, this is just kind of an, an assumption, 
But just like in this universe, if Reed Richards were to have created the Ultron uh, robot, that it would actually work. <laughs> just kind of goes to show how much smarter he is than Tony Stark. I mean, yeah, you know, fair enough. I can't really argue with them on that one. Yeah. Um, but gosh. Um, dude, and freaking, um, America Chavez. I, I really liked her. Like, her character and what she brought to the table. No, I absolutely agree. I thought I thought she was very very good character, and honestly, um, I I really appreciate that uh, Marvel kept in that uh um LGBTQT moment with uh, her having two moms. I loved that part. Um, I know that uh, I forget where it was banned, but um, this movie's actually banned in a country just because they um said that they weren't going to remove that. Pretty sure it was China. Oh, shocker. <laughs> well, you know, kudos to you, Marvel, for keeping it in. Cause yeah, I love just seeing that. Yeah, so good, dude. I like I. What I really appreciated about the story, I was expecting them to travel from universe to universe to universe to universe, and it just to kind of get way too too big of a scale. Yeah. But just the fact that they only spent time in two different universes, really, just kind of made the night and day difference. Like, obviously, they had that whole montage where Doctor Strange and Chavez were, like, traveling two different universes. That was badass. That was super cool. And I can't wait to go back and rewatch and try and catch that animated universe oh, I a little know, bit more. right the freaking paint one too that was weird that was yeah cool. that was that one was funky <laughs> um but yeah and it's just like the subtle differences too like going on going on red <laughs> it was kind of cool yeah that yeah or freaking when she's just like oh you know in every universe uh food's always free and then freaking um god what's his name uh uh, Bruce Campbell freaking starts yelling at her for uh, stealing his like his uh, pizza bites, and she's just like, "Oh shit, maybe it's not free." Yeah, <laughs> so good, so freaking good. See, I love seeing Bruce Campbell back in something. That was awesome. Made me smile. And no, dude, if they wanted to make him like the new. Stan Lee, I wouldn't be mad at all. I wouldn't. Yeah, me neither. I would welcome that with open arms, honestly. Yeah. Um. Gosh, it's just everything they did. See, it f- felt really good. F- flowed really well. Um. I I like I have so few complaints about the story overall. Yeah, honestly, so do I. Like, for what um, Sam Raimi and Marvel set out to do with this sequel, I I think they really did a good job with the story. Yeah, I I love the um, 
I mean, hell, I like I loved. Oh, freaking! Like I, I don't think we covered this at all. Professor X, basically oh. giving Doctor Strange the green light. Like, hey, when you go to escape, <laughs> like freaking get out, get the hell out of here. But then the yellow wheelchair straight out of the freaking comics. That was awesome. And when he was going into Wanda's mind, being in, like, the black turtleneck and walking around, also straight out of freaking comics. Freaking her just coming up behind him and snapping his neck. Dude, that was so freaking scary. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't actually scream that, but, you know, inside I did. Dude, Wanda was so freaking terrifying. Yeah. Like Sam Raimi, she he made us turn emotionally on Wanda so hard. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that scene where her kids are like running from her and crying for their mom in that universe. Oh, freaking right in the feels. Like, I damn. Know. Dude, like, it's like he did so good at like flip flopping, like making you understand where she's coming from, and then being like, "Okay, you maybe maybe you're taking this too far." Yeah, and then you're just like, "Okay, maybe I do get it," and then like, nope. <laughs> like I flip flopped so much throughout this, like just, and then at the end when her kids are like retreating from her, like that broke my heart. Yeah, that was so sad. And then when she's just like. Like, no, I'm freaking done with the dark hold and, like, crushes the building around her. I'm just like, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. And just the way that she went about it, too. Like, straight up lifting it in the air and then just dropping it. Like, holy shit, dude. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, And also... The, the, I don't know about you, I loved the fact that Wong is still Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, I still love that. I hope that doesn't change, because it's a f- freaking hilarious joke. It is great. <laughs> I mean, nothing against Strange, I feel Wong deserves it. Oh, absolutely agreed. Um, Okay, my... I. Now that I'm like thinking about it real quick, my only complaint about the multiverse that they have set up is the fact that they call the MCU universe 616. How how come? Why don't you like that? So 61 so the in the Marvel universe, Earth six one six is the the main universe in Marvel comics, right? Yes, I mean you, I, you know comics a lot more than I do. So. Right, so that's like where you find like Earth six one six Spider Man is like the the Spider Man. So just the OG Peter Parker Spider Man. Not necessarily the the OG. It's just like the most Spider-Man Spider-Man. Okay. 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 Like they have an Ultimate Spider-Man universe. They have a Superior Spider-Man universe. Like they have a bunch of different shit. But 616 is like the main storyline. Okay. 
my problem with them saying or claiming that the MCU is Earth 616 is just that it's also kind of quite not as definitive. They have a bunch of variations from the Earth 616 or the the comic book 616. Like for one, the big one is like Hulk. Hulk isn't such a freaking bitch in Earth 616. <laughs> Why am I not surprised that you would bring that up? So in my mind, I feel like they should have kept Earth 616 a, the comic universe. And maybe listed the MCU as a completely different universe. Okay. Like That's I would okay. have I would have liked for them to bring up 616. Yeah. But like maybe say that America Chavez is from Earth 616 <laughs> since there's technically only like one of her in the entire universe or multiverse. Okay. Um That's fair. Yeah, so I would have prefer for them to be like oh she's from earth 616 you're from earth whatever but it's just 616 is has always been for me a comic universe and they've it's cool because like in the spider-verse crossover stories they've had storylines where they've pulled spider-man from like the 90s tv show they had a, Sp- a Spider-Man that they pulled, or they had the, the Drake Bell Ultimate Spider-Man pulled into it. And it was super funny, like, watching him in the background. Like, you know, like did you watch that show? Not. Oh. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just kind of had this, like, Emperor's New Groove talking to the audience sort of situation. And... Yeah, so he would, like, do that in the comics, and all the, the other Spider-Man, like, noticed. Okay, oh, shit. Okay. So it was just kind of funny. But they've pulled Spider-Man from different universes into these, like, crossover Spider-Verse events. And so it's just like, okay, so just the fact that the the visual, like, the TV shows are part of a different universe outside of 616. I'm like, I feel like the movie should have been too. That That's fair. But, I mean, that's just a, a really minor complaint. Um, But yeah, 616 is where you find, like, everyone. It's where you find the Fantastic Four. It's where you find the X-Men. It's where you find the Avengers and, and all that. Which, I know that they just haven't gotten around to introducing the X-Men yet, but it's just like, how are you going to pull that off? <laughs> that is fair. That That's a very good point. Um, did you catch what... Um, shit, did you catch what the, uh, what Doctor Strange said to Mr. Fantastic, by chance? I, I, I missed it. Uh, I don't know if I did. I remember him saying something like, I forget what Reed Richards says, but he's just like, yeah, no shit, or something like that. 
Yeah, like it, it's kind of when he first comes into the world and he's t- talking about Reed Richards and he's just like, or like of the Fantastic Four and he's like the Fantastic Four and then like makes a comment. And I, I didn't catch what that comment was. Yeah, I don't think I did either. Damn, sometimes I need freaking subtitles right? <laughs> in my movies. Um, but yeah, it just kind of it just kind of felt like Doctor Strange did didn't know who the Fantastic Four were, unless like that comment that we missed was sometimes like, or was something that we're just unaware of. So it's like maybe the Fantastic Four do exist in that universe, and they just don't have powers yet, or or what, like. Yeah, dude, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I just want them to address that because the Earth six one six has everyone. So that's like my that was just my big problem. It's just that the fact that they haven't addressed all these other heroes. That that's fair. I can understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Um. Other than that, really enjoyed the story. I felt like it was very fast paced. But in a good way. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. I mean, honestly, I was never bored. I wasn't either. Um, I think maybe the Bruce Campbell thing went on a bit long. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fair enough. I mean, other than that, like, I I felt it it flowed pretty well, and the story was really interesting. Um, just Doctor Strange trying to protect America Chavez from Wanda, who is trying to use her power to travel to a multiverse where she can have her family. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, they kind of addressed, Wong, like, with Wong, like, what if they get sick with something and that universe I'm in doesn't have the solution? Like, I can literally travel to any universe where... They have a fix for everything. <laughs> I'm like, that's an excellent point. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's true. Like, because I mean, <laughs> like, I flip flopped really hard with that. Like, with with Wong just being like, "Why don't you just have her send you to that universe?" And she's like, "Well, what if my boys get sick?" And I'm like, "Ooh, didn't think about that." <laughs> <laughs> um. So really loved that. I loved that they he did a really good job of keeping Wanda like relatable for yes. so long. Yeah, I absolutely agree. So I'm actually pretty high with the with my story. I think I'm going to be at like a 93. Okay. Just cuz I just cuz I loved it so much. I definitely say I'm not as high as you, but I am still high, so I'm going to go an 88. I mean, that's pretty good, still. Alright, so our average score, or collected score for stories, come to a 90.5. Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, moving on over to writing. Um... There wasn't a whole lot of wasted dialogue here, I don't feel. 
There wasn't. I know a lot of people said, from what I've heard from other critics, that a lot of the, uh, for them, a lot of the not every joke landed. Um, I'll give them that. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of like a specific joke that was just like, ugh, God, that was not funny at all. Yeah, I think the only one that maybe stands out to me where it was just like not super funny was the Bruce Campbell joke. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's because like you said, it went on for a little too long. Um, old credit scene with him shouting, it's finally over. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty good. I think what what ruined that joke, it was just how long the dialogue was. Like, it was just like right after America Chavez was saying, like, oh yeah, in most universes, you don't have to pay for food. And then she's walking past, and then he grabs her and he's like, hey, you didn't pay for that. And he's she's just like, oh, shit. When, and that was funny. And then it's just like, hey, or then Doctor Strange gets in the way. And he's like, hey, she's just a kid. And he's just like, whoa, we got some sort of Doctor Strange looking dude here. Like, where'd you get that from? <laughs> from the Doctor, like, just kind of going off. Like, it was almost like he was riffing and it just didn't yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, it, it was definitely weird. Yeah. Um, the rest of that, or the rest of it, though. One of my favorite scenes of, like, just the dialogue was when uh, she was attacking, or when, yeah, when Wanda was attacking the, uh, oh, what's it called? Paul, that's going to bug me. (laughs) (laughs) Kamartage. That's what it was. Yeah, when she was attacking Kamartage. Um... And she kind of was blasting the the force field and just kind of getting in in everyone's head or looking for someone's mind to corrupt. Yeah. And just, it was just the, maybe it was um, Benedict Wong that sold it for me or it was just Wong's character, the way that he was like kind of going around and just jumping around to everyone and being like um fortify your mind and just like the intensity behind that like the way that he said that was just so so powerful and just how it didn't work yeah <laughs> it was just just crazy just a crate like for like I don't know why it, like it was just it was such a small part, but it just stood out so strongly to me. When, when she's just flying around and and everything, it's just it was scary. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Absolutely. Um. Another thing that I almost forgot is when Doctor Strange was like trapped her in the mirror dimension oh yeah and she started going through uh the reflections the yeah water. and then freaking like it came crawling out like she was the freaking grudge yeah that was holy uh... shit <laughs> that was so freaking scary 
that was like that was absolutely terrifying. Um, gosh, I'm, that was crazy. <laughs> um, nothing like stu- like dialogue wise, other than the shit with with Bruce Campbell. Nothing really stood out as like out of place. It was just it was really well written. Yeah, I, I I would agree. No character said anything to where you're just like, no, they would never say anything like that. Yeah, I think maybe the only thing that I didn't always care for, um, just kind of looking back, is when they were in the Earth, what was it, 838? Or whatever yes. whatever Earth they were at. And they had that um that memory thing oh yeah it felt weird it felt weird for dr strange to kind of sit there and like watch because i felt like they established the regret and the feelings of um love that dr strange had for christine i agree um can we also talk about how they didn't even pay for to see their memories yeah right <laughs> I, I, shouldn't that be a pay then show? Shouldn't it, shouldn't be a show then pay? Yeah, you would think. Um, but yeah, it's just like the just the fact that they sat there and watched it, and then America did the exact same thing immediately after. Yeah, and it's just like that felt like something that they could have um, they could have extracted from somewhere else. Like, what I was kind of, the way that I personally would have done that is maybe Doctor Strange trying to gather information from her. Okay. And being like, you're not telling me everything, and then, like, basically doing some sort of spell to um, figure out where she came from, or the origin of her powers. Or whatever the hell you want to call it. And so I would have like would have rather had him do that and then maybe have like a magical um side effect of that is have her kind of experience what he he experienced with uh Christine. Ooh, yeah, okay. So it's more like kind of like a, a memory swap. Yeah. More or less. Like, I, I just would have preferred that rather than the kind of the awkward stand there and watch her memory thing. Yeah, that's fair. Um, But besides that, I, I really like the, uh, the dream hopping thing that they did. That was cool. I felt like that was super interesting. Um. I didn't know how Doc like oh, this is so what I thought was going to happen because I completely forgot that the uh, zombie strange was supposed to be in this. Dude, I did too. So I thought he was going to dream hop to a different universe and have that Doctor Strange travel to to his universe to like to fight Scarlet Witch. But then I was just like, well, that doesn't make sense and. When as soon as he said like who said they had to be living like I was like oh oh shit 
So freaking love that. All right. Um, were there any other uh, writing things that stood out to you, or not that I can really think of? I feel everything was pretty solid. Right. Um. Hmm. Honestly, the only thing that I can think of, like, just now kind of thinking about it a bit more, was maybe the, um, oh shit, the the Book of Ashanti. That kind of seemed like it was supposed to be a lot bigger of a thing than it ended up being. That is fair. That is a very good point. Yeah, well, it's like they were constantly on the hunt for this book. Ended up getting to to the earth where they found it, which I thought like that was a pretty decent bit between um, Doctor Strange and um, that Earth's Christine. Um, how he was able to unlock the door, like using yeah. her watch and everything. That was cool. Yeah, it's just kind of like a really sweet moment. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, but it's just like that book just ended up getting exploded. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it was just kind of hard for, like, like once it got to that, it was just kind of like, really? And it, it kind of felt to me like, um, did you ever see Kung Fu Panda? Years ago? And honestly, I barely remember any of it, um, and I haven't seen the second or third. Okay, well, it's just the first, in the first one. Um, there's this thing called the Dragon Scroll, and the only person allowed to read it is the Dragon Warrior. And when he opens it up, it's just like reflective paper. <laughs> and so he just, it's like, it's just completely blank except for this reflective paper. And then he realizes, oh, the power's been inside me all along. And it's oh, just kind of like, God. that's what felt what happened with America Chavez. <laughs> it's yeah. like... We'll get this. We'll get this book. Figure out how to use, or it'll help you to learn how to use your abilities. Oops, the book's useless to us. But you've known how to use your abilities all along. And I'm like, eh, come on. Yeah, plot convenience. What's that? Yeah. So it just kind of made me feel like a little like, eh, not digging that. Yeah, that that's fair. I can agree with that. Um. Hmm. That's um. Other than that, I think everything else was pretty rock solid. I would agree. Absolutely. Uh, where are you at with, with writing? Uh, I might be like a tad lower than my story score. So I'm going to go like an 87. Yeah, I was a little lower than mine too. Um... Not quite in the eighties yet. I think I'm like just a solid ninety. Okay. Like I feel like that book of Vishanti was just such a minor thing for me in the grand scheme of it all. Yeah. Um especially for how well written everything else was. I feel like the the dialogue with the Illuminati was pretty good. Um just kind of the way that um 
Strange was able to kind of manipulate Mordo <laughs> um, into like attacking him and ba- ultimately like freeing him. I thought that was pretty funny. That was. <laughs> um, it does make me wonder, though, like what the hell's happened to the actual Mordo? <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, because Doctor Strange like refer like references him when he's just like oh who's this dude and he's just like oh this dude's dedicated his life to like to trying to kill me and i'm like cool where's that (laughs) yeah why aren't we getting that storyline yeah no like i've i i don't know what i would have wanted with like the opening battle because it all just kind of really tied into wanda True. Like ultimately, like the the big like octopus looking eyeball monster tied into Wanda, so it, it's kind of hard for me to feel like oh replace that to with a fight with Mordo because I feel like that would have really like solidified how weird it would have been because like if you think about it, the last time that we saw Mordo in canon was in Doctor Strange after they were teaming up to fight. Uh, Dormammu and then he went or and then Mordo went on his own way to basically get rid of all sorcerers or all magic yeah so that like technically the last time that we saw them together they were they weren't on like great terms but they were in like mutual respect terms that that is a good point and so just the like the feeling that it's like oh he's dedicated his life to killing me it felt a that little kind of like came out of nowhere. Yeah, a little bit. Just cuz I'm like, well, technically you guys had a mutual respect like a mutual parting of ways yeah. and like you want un- you understood what like his goal was, but it's just like we haven't seen anything up till this point for us to believe that you guys are on like bad terms. Yeah, it's true. So, I mean, I would have liked to see something where it's, it's like, hey, um, like a, a little bit, like a mini fight. <laughs> like, I don't know. Just something. Just to, to kind of solidify that, that beef between the two of them. Yeah, no, that that's fair. I get what you're saying. And then just kind of make it feel even more weird when we see him be friendly from that other earth um yeah all right so that averages our writing score to an 88.5 uh moving on over to acting let me pull up the cast list really fast i just had it up (laughs) all right first up we have Benedict Cumberbatch, who played Dr. Stephen Strange. Um, We have Elizabeth Olsen, who played Wanda Maximoff, otherwise known as the Scarlet Witch. We have Benedict Wong, who played Wong. I don't know how to say her name. Zosh... Zosh... Bloody hell, I'm freaking Googling that shit. 
<laughs> How do you say that? Zoshiel? Or Sochiel? Okay. That sounds right. Yeah. So Zoshiel Gomez, who played America Chavez, and then... I'll throw her in for shits and giggles. Uh, Rachel McAdams, who played Dr. Christine Palmer. I love it. Yeah, so those are the main ones. Um, we did have the Illuminati in here. So I'll, I'll bring them up real quick, but I don't think they're going to tie in too much to our acting score, just because they didn't play too big of a role. That's what you think? I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Yeah, so we have Lashana Lynch, who played Captain Marvel. Um, we have Haley Atwell, who played Captain Carter. Uh, we have John Krasinski, who played Reed Richards. Anson Mount, who played Black Bolt. Uh, Patrick Stewart, who played Professor Charles Xavier. And then, did I bring up Baron Mordo? I don't think he did. And then we have... However the hell you pronounce his name. One second. Shawatel <laughs> Elgeo4? That sounds right. I know his name is hard to say. Chawatel. Chawatel. Chawatel Elgeo4. Okay. okay. I had to Google pronunciation with that one. <laughs> Chowatel Agia 4 who played Baron Mordo. And he was the, the final member of the uh, the Illuminati. Gotcha. Uh, kind of taking that universe's Stephen Strange's place. Anyway. Um... I, I, got, I got to know what top three... Actors, like, I have a feeling that our top three is either going to be, like, exactly the same or, like, wildly different. <laughs> uh, so, number three, I would give to Benedict Wong. It was Wong. He was fantastic, as always. Loved him in this movie. Uh, number two, I would give to Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, who played Doctor Strange. Once again, amazing. He, oh, God. he! I count my blessings every day that he was cast as Doctor Strange and not the... Uh, I know one of the people that was in the running was Joaquin Phoenix. Nothing against Phoenix, but Cumberbatch was built to play Stephen Strange, or born to play Stephen Strange. Um, Say, so he was once again amazing. Um, I can't get enough of him. He's just so great. But, I'm sorry to say, Elizabeth Olsen she topped his performance, and so I would give her number one for her performances. Wanda Maximoff slash the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Damn. Um. Shit, dude. What? So I I'm giving my number three to. Is it... Shit, I forgot to say her name already. <laughs> I'm just gonna say America Chavez. <laughs> yeah, don't strain yourself, buddy. Yeah, I'm giving my number three. Like, I felt that her her acting got better as the movie went on. Um, 
That is fair. I did feel like there was a bit of a slow start for me actually like enjoying her performance. Um, but she eventually got to that place where she, it just, she kind of like hit her stride. It felt, um, and then she began to really stand out. Um, so yeah, that for her, I'm giving my number three. Then my number two, I'm giving to Doctor Strange. Kind of barely. Like, I almost would have given this to Wong. <laughs> okay. Um, but I think Steven's just stood out a little bit more. Um, unlike the first Doctor Strange, I feel like we did get some real movement in his character. Like, he he definitely has that, like, oh, I'm kind of, like, the best superhero in the world kind of, like, ego to him. That's true, he does. But it, it's almost like he has some sort of humility around it, which in the first movie he just absolutely did not. <laughs> yeah. So it feels like the uh, the fight with Thanos humbled him a little bit more than the, the first movie did which is nice to see and so just seeing him in that that humbled state and just kind of in a state of defeat in in some aspects was kind of refreshing so i i really applaud uh cumberbatch for pulling that off and then absolutely agreeing with you elizabeth olsen is just a master of her craft yes she is she was relatable in in some aspects she was like we felt very sympathetic for her and others but then she just pulled off like just broken so well like seeing her just kind of on her own and just kind of dealing with her own inner demons you can absolutely see where she's coming from and just seeing what like how haunted she is by everything just made her stand out so freaking much and it was it was so interesting for me like jumping back and forth between like Doctor Strange's story and then Wanda's story that was happening um even though I, feel, I like you can definitely make that the argument that Wanda's was the B story, but it for me it honestly felt more like the A story. <laughs> you know, I yeah, I would agree. Because like any time like Doctor Strange was doing his thing and like seeing another universe, like awesome, super cool. But just, like any time it jumped to Doctor Strange immediately after Wanda, I was just like, no, go back to Wanda. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I, w- I would agree with that yeah so oh my gosh dude and it's freaking crazy like how amazing she is cause like I've gone back and watched some shit that her sisters have acted in her sisters can't act for for Jack 
No, I'm sorry. The only act, good acting that they had was on Full House. <laughs> and even that wasn't, like, particularly good. <laughs> Damn. It wasn't. I mean, yeah, if I you freaking compare that shit to Elizabeth Olsen now, holy balls. Well, yeah, but they were little kids. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No excuse. <laughs> what? How is that not an excuse? A child versus a fully grown adult? Oh, man. You just it's... really don't like Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, do you? Dude, she... I, I just... I mean, maybe that might be part of it, <laughs> but she is an amazing actress. Oh, hands down, absolutely. Like, there's so few things that I've seen her in where I I didn't like her. And I've seen her in quite a bit. I've only seen her, as far as I remember, in Godzilla and then her as... Um, Scarlet Witch and the MC movies. As far as I know, those are the only movies that I've seen her in. Uh, you said Ingrid Goes West? No, I've never seen that. Wait, what was, what was the other movie you said besides uh, Godzilla? Well, no, I, I said Godzilla and then like all of her MCU um, portrayals of oh. Wanda Maxwell. Okay. Yeah, um, so I, I saw her in Godzilla and I mean, she was just kind of a minor role in that. I mean, she still did a good job. Um, but then I also saw her in I Saw the Light, which was really good. I don't even think I've seen that or even heard yeah. of it. So it's a story based off of uh, Hank Williams. Who's that? Uh Oh my gosh, you're killing me, Rose. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel stupid when you tell me. It's a, a country singer, from like, yeah, like we're. You know what? I should honestly know, considering hanging out with you, um, over the years growing up, um, I kind of had to like country. You kind of for not forced, but you didn't have to. Well, that was literally (laughs) all that we listened to. When we were either driving in your car or you turned on music somewhere, okay, you know the you know the the dude who's different. (laughs) You know the guy who sings your cheating heart. I don't even know if I know that song. Are you shitting me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh my. Okay. Um. Shit. Okay. Do you know the kid who freaking yodels in Walmart? Oh, yeah, Mason Ramsey. You have no idea how infuriated I am that you know his name. <laughs> I only know, I only remember his name just because um, he's actually a pretty uh, funny, not funny, but um, he's found a uh, following on TikTok and I just have come across a lot of his videos. You piss Don't me off me sometimes. Don't give me that sigh. You bitch. you piss me off sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Feelings mutual, anyway, bitch. The song that he was singing in that famous video that kind of just went viral, the the one that blew him up. Yeah. Um, that was a song made famous by Hank Williams. Oh, okay. And so, good to know. Elizabeth Olsen played his wife. Oh. 
Okay, that makes more sense now. I'm surprised you haven't heard about that movie because it's um, Tom Hiddleston is the one that played Hank Williams. Yeah, I've, yeah, this is the first time I've ever uh, I'm ever hearing of this movie. It's crazy. Anyway, yeah, she is like the standout performance from this movie. Agreed. Like this could easily be called the WandaVision movie, <laughs> and I wouldn't be upset about it at all. <laughs> yeah, but Vision's not in it, so can it be really called WandaVision? No, I guess you're right. I guess it could be called Scarlet Witch in the Multiverse of Madness, featuring Doctor Strange. <laughs> That's a long ass title. Yeah, that'd be a really long ass title. Anyway, um. So, what are you thinking with uh, with an acting score? I hardly had any problems with the acting. I feel the only person that I had problems with was, like you brought up, America Chavez. Um, but I definitely agree with you. Her acting did get better as the movie went on. So, I, I'm i going to go a solid 90 for acting. Not as an O. Damn it. <sighs> I'm actually going to go one point higher than you okay um i was actually thinking i was somewhere in like the 92 93 range but i think yeah i think with the um america chavez performance it did just bring it down a little bit and it's it didn't pull it down for very long obviously it still scored in the 90s but i think if her performance would have stayed as at the same level as it was at the beginning um it would have brought it down a lot more for me but like i said once she kind of got into her groove she freaking killed it oh yeah no absolutely agree um i think the maybe the only scene that i was just like okay like who the hell does this chick think she is um, was when they were getting pizza. Like, her, Wong, and Strange. Yeah. That's that's fair. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think the only other time that I may have had an, an issue was when she was just so antsy and trusting Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's like, come on, it's a, it's a completely different Steven, so yeah, calm yourself, girl. Yeah, so other than that, like like we said, super solid performances. Um, but our acting grade, our score has averaged us out to a 90.5. Alright, next up we got character development, which I think we both are thinking Doctor Strange. Yes. I mean, um, in some ways you could do Wanda, but it might be a little hard. That one would be tough. Yeah. Because um, with Wanda, she it's just like she's after the same thing the entire movie, and then doesn't... And, and she's still ultimately after it at the end. It's just she decides, like, okay, whatever, like, this... Like deucing out of this this world, yeah, <laughs> and crushes herself. Supposedly, supposedly, 
like keyword there. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, getting into Doctor Strange, like, so his Earth's Christine Palmer is getting married. She invites Doctor Strange to her wedding, which is kind of an odd thing given their romantic history. But I mean, whatever you do, you. Um. And she starts getting into how, like, basically how they wouldn't have ultimately worked out. Yeah, because doesn't she say, like, he's the one that always has to be holding the knife or some something like that? Yeah. yeah. And by the end, he's... He basically, like, get, tries to give people the benefit of the doubt like with um like you you kind of you see it how it could have ended for him with the the defender doctor strange at the beginning where he's just like okay i am not able to save um america from this danger so i am going to have to steal her power and then obviously it doesn't work out for him and he ends up dying. And this like our Doctor Strange was put into a very similar situation. Like almost where it was it almost got to the point where it was his only choice was to steal her power. Even Wong, who is very like not anti-killing kids was like you need to bushwhack this kid like now <laughs> yeah um so seeing our doctor strange make the choice to basically push america to controlling her abilities and giving wanda the opportunity to more or less just put a stop to everything that she's doing really accentuates that he's different from the other Stephen Stranges in the other universes. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, because in both of the other universes, like, it just kind of shows how big of an asshole he is. <laughs> yeah. Dude, straight up. Um... But yeah, like I, I really liked his his arc and how he was just kind of able to learn from other instances of himself and how other people view him. And because he's he's just constantly put in front of a mirror, I feel. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like Wanda puts puts him in front of the mirror when when she starts talking about like what makes him a hero versus what makes her not a yeah. hero, and saying like, well, that doesn't seem fair. And then the Illuminati pointing out just like how big of a threat he is to the multiverse, and which kind of did not sit right with me because the the. They they only seem to have the interaction with that one Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, so like, why are you gonna assume that every single Doctor Strange from every universe is the same? Yeah, like, I forget if the, like the multiverse was confirmed in that. 
Oh, it was because Christine Palmer like had done research and work. Yes. Okay. So I get that. But like what I I want to know what ultimately led the the Illuminati to believing that Doctor Strange was the biggest threat to the multiverse. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I agree. Cuz like the only way that I feel like they could have come to that conclusion is like, oh, here are two universes colliding or what what do they call call it when uh when the universe are, is like coming together. Oh dude, I forgot. <laughs> Gotta look that up real quick. Just so I, I have the the wording right. Uh an incursion. Uh, uh yep, that's what it was. Yeah, so the like okay, so backtracking. The only way that I feel the Illuminati could have known that Doctor Strange was the biggest danger to the multiverse is if they were to able to um, observe the different incursions and find that on each of those incursions, Doctor Strange was the only living <laughs> person. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Which kind of makes sense with, like, how, um, when he did get banished to that universe with the, uh, that incursion. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's the only way that it, it would have made sense to me. So, I mean, we'll see if that ever gets explained. I'm probably not going to be too upset if it doesn't. You're not going to be sweat. No, probably not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's just, I think seeing how, how he's viewed and, and everything from the outside, um, outside of his universe where within, within his universe, he's viewed as, as like a great hero and it just kind of doesn't serve his ego super well and so just kind of seeing like everyone on the outside being like okay dude you're a freaking dickhead and he's just kind of taking it to heart and realizing like hey i can be better yeah and like ultimately he does with like the decisions that he makes when it comes to america and wanda and i do i, I did really like the part where with um Oh my god, what's the universe that the Illuminati is in? Or what Earth is that again? Uh, 838. I love with that Earth's uh, Christine, he finally got to, like, like truly say, like, you know, I, uh, I understand why we couldn't... I understand now why we couldn't work out, but just know that, you know, I never stopped loving you and I never will. Yeah, it was kind of nice for him to get that closure. Yeah, that that was a very sweet moment. I loved that. Yeah, and I feel like she totally... Dude, I almost was convinced that she was going to travel to his Earth. Dude, I thought the same thing. I'm like, how the hell is this going to work? Yeah, I'm like, that's going to get real funky. <laughs> yeah. But no, they... Yeah. But I'm 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 happy with how they how they pulled it off. I am too. And 
yeah, so I like I think he had a lot of growth, way more than ha- he did in the in the first one. Dude, I feel dumb for like not watching the first one before I saw this one because I haven't seen the first Doctor Strange in years. Yeah, I I haven't seen it in a while either. Like honestly, um, remember when we did uh, the uh, where you watch every single MCU movie leading up to wasn't it was it either Infinity War or Endgame? I can't remember. Endgame. Endgame. That was the last time that I watched Doctor Strange. It's been that long. Yeah, I mean. It is what it is. It's true. It like so. The last time I watched it was uh, maybe a year ago. Okay. But I mean, it was it was good. It was good. It was really good. It like the story was really good. It's just he didn't have any character development. Like by the end of the movie, he was still an asshole. <laughs> true. It's very true. But in this, I feel like he he had a lot more growth than uh, yes we've previously seen him have uh, yeah i would definitely agree with that so damn like this one's tough just because even though it was a lot more and i am very tempted to put it in the 90s i don't feel like it was it was a very dramatic shift of character yeah that that's fair so I think I'm more in like the 88 range. You know what? I'll match you on that one. All right. Well, that averages us out to a an 88 for character development. Hell yeah. Uh, moving on over to effects. Holy shit! Oh my god, these were so good. Like wow. Yeah. Freaking spoiler alert! I'm in the high 90s. Yeah, same. I would absolutely agree with that. Um, yeah, there was like not a single effect in this that didn't look great. There's only one effect that freaked me out, and it's just because like that kind of shit just freaks me out. Is the whole extra eye on his forehead? That shit just freaked me out. It looked fine. It looked good, but that I shit don't just think they out. pull that off super well. Yeah, yeah. It's just like. I don't know. The way that it opens, I feel like it should, like, I, it's a weird, it's a weird concept. It's, it's definitely a weird yeah. concept, but it's just like the, the shadow that you get on a normal eyeball, I don't think should be on the third eye. I can agree with that. And honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know how I feel about Doctor Strange now going forward in the MCU. I don't really like the fact that a third eye is just going to pop up every now and then. Yeah, it's a little odd. It's like I think that was my biggest complaint with the the effect in general. It's just like okay, now it just feels like a third eye that's always there. Yeah, like for one that, like it just kind of just feels odd. It's like, like you kind of know how the eye our or our eyes are just kind of like sunken into our head a little bit. Yes, yeah. It's like seeing the one on on his forehead. That kind of has that same effect where it's like sunken in. If that, it's just awkward. Like, I feel like it would just feel better if it was just like an eye that was just flush with his forehead and didn't really have any shadow to it. Yeah, that, 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 I feel that would have been a lot better. 
Yeah, like it, I think that was that uh, that was my biggest complaint, but that is just such a minor complaint. Yeah, and especially considering that that doesn't really come into effect until you're like 75% through the movie. Yeah, and even then it's only for like a couple seconds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> at exactly. a time. Exactly. Like what you get you see it with the the incursion doctor strange for like a minute yeah maybe and then and when the you're when, scene. yeah and then the post credit scene and that's like that's it yeah so it's not like a big deal so that i think that is just what's keeping me from 100 that's yeah i i can absolutely agree with that um, everything else looked great. Yeah. Um, the way that America Chavez's powers manifested, holy crap. That was super cool. I loved that. I loved, like, everything that she did kind of formed a star. Yes. Yeah. Like, when she was punching the glass, it shattered it to look like a star. Or her all of her portals looked like stars. It, it was just... It was so cool. Like it was just such a a, a bitchin' effect. Um, all of Doctor Strange's magic looked really good. Um, freaking Wong's effect with the uh, freaking spear lasso—I don't know what it's called. That shit was bitchin'. Like, oh my god. Yeah, that stuff looked awesome. Wanda's effects were absolutely terrifying oh yeah yeah that freaking when that she basically what she does to the illuminati oh that yeah freaking chills every single time dude for me anything that has to do with your hands so like if someone were to like punch a hole through your hand or like shoot something through your hand in a movie like gets me every single time and the disappearing mouth yeah you know what i would absolutely agree with both of these yeah so like i i knew as soon as she said like cuz like the illuminati i'm like you guys are freaking dumbasses like you should have just freaking like you didn't have to tell her what black bolt could do yeah <laughs> Like it, I think maybe that was like another thing that maybe kept my writing score from going up was when they were explaining that like Black Bolt could destroy you from one whisper from his mouth, and I'm like, well, that's your mistake. <laughs> maybe Mister Fantastic should have said, no, their wife is or their mother is not living. I'm the only one. Yeah, <laughs> be like, peace out. But. Yeah, just the fact that they're just like, oh, he can destroy you with one whisper from his mouth. And as soon as she said, what mouth? I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) And then it, like, cut to him and then, like, pan down his face. And it's just, like, no mouth. And, dude, my mind was racing at the thought of everything that was that could have possibly happened with him. <laughs> yeah, that's that that's fair. Like like when you initially saw that, like what did you think was going to happen to him? 
Honestly, I thought that she was just going to explode his head. Um, that was the first thing that came to mind. I just did not expect her to freaking first dent his head and then blow it up. Well, dude, that wasn't her. I thought that was her. No. That was him trying to talk. <laughs> the... How did I miss that? Yeah, I do. So this is what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> So as soon as like I saw that his mouth was gone and he was like trying to like open it and he was like reaching at his mouth and like pulling down what I thought was he was going to make a noise and it was going to like rip through his the skin. Oh, God. Ugh. And then like he was going to like pass the hell out and then Wanda was going to do something like crazy to him. Um, no. So he made a noise and apparently not opening his mouth freaking blew up his brain oh i straight up thought that was her that did that nope that was all him (laughs) shit that's even more disturbing okay wow well that's even better (laughs) yeah um that's why i flipped right the hell out (laughs) and then Immediately, she freaking turns Reed Richards into spaghetti. Ugh, God, I hate thinking of that. So disturbing. Dude, they they freaking walked the line for PG-13 on this movie. Dude, straight up. Like, holy shit. Um... So I am very hopeful for, like, when they get into characters that are a little bit more on the violent side. Yeah. Um, but, oh, dude, this freaking up my standards for, like, brutality. <laughs> like, this was insane. Yeah. Like, just absolutely insane. Like, it, it made me sick to my stomach, made me audibly gasp. <laughs> like, the, oh my gosh, I had every reaction under the sun. But it and it I what sold it was how good it looked too. Yeah. Yeah. No, like it oh super my gosh. I I honestly wanted to um one of my when because he literally only does one stretch of his hand, Mister Fantastic. I want I wanted to be like Sea Fox. Now that's how you do super elasticity effects. That looked great. Is it really that hard? <laughs> Yeah, so I I think they did a killer job with that. Like, could they have done a little bit more with his stretching? Yes. But I feel like they gave us just enough to be, like, excited about Mr. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, and then just kind of, uh, like I said, leave us wanting more. And I think we got enough of his stretching when he was freaking getting torn Ugh. to shreds. Yeah. yeah, yeah, literally. So that was freaking rough. Um, I will say I did f- feel like there was some awkwardness um, between Wanda and Captain Marvel. Okay. Um... And I think my problem with it was that Captain Marvel was always kind of in, like, the Superman pose. 
like doing her blasts, but then they were like spinning around. And she was all, like constantly in that like pose where she had like the one fist down. Like it was almost like she was flying downward, but then they were spinning like a top. And so it just kind of felt weird that she was standing that way. Like I think it would have made a little bit more sense if she was like standing upright and then blasting down. That's fair. I, I, I can definitely get behind that and agree with that. Yeah, like I just think that was an odd choice. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of another like I don't know where where do you think the the jetpack for Peggy f- falls? Is it, like, do you think that's a costume issue or do you think that's a an effect issue? Because I didn't like the jetpack. I didn't either. I feel it's more of a cosmetic issue. Okay. So I'll dress that a bit more in, in costumes then, because I, I didn't care for it. I absolutely, absolutely agree with you. I was um, just like, what the shit? That's stupid. I'm so glad that we didn't get <laughs> a super, like, brutal death with her. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was. It was brutal. But I'm just glad we didn't see it, because that would have broken my heart. You know what? Fair. um yeah so definitely some some thoughts there um trying to think of like any other effects that maybe like stood out like everything else was just like the wanda just terror like when she was coming out of the mirror dimension and Dude, I know you said grudge, but I got freaking like Pennywise vibes when he was climbing out of the fridge in chapter one. Ooh, that too. It was kind of like a mixture of the two. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, super freaking gross. <laughs> so, hell, I'm in I'm in the, the high 90s for this. Oh yeah, dude, I'm... I'm at 95. I might be a little bit higher. I think I'm at like in 97. Hell yeah, I love it. All right, moving on over to music. This one, I was pleasantly surprised with how good the soundtrack was for this. I mean, you saw who did the soundtrack, right? Yeah, freaking Danny Elfman. Yeah. I mean, bro, when, when I... When I saw that at the end, I'm like, okay, yeah, no wonder it was so freaking good. It was incredible. I have literally no problems with the soundtrack. Like, I know, like, there was, like, no, like, actual, like, tracks that, like, you know, like, actually spoke words. It was all instrumental. But it was so effective for every single scene that it it was in that I am very high (laughs) for music. I am, too. The, like, I'm at a nine. Same. The only thing that, like, kept me from a 10 was there wasn't anything that, like, like I said, get, gets caught in my head. Yeah, that's and that's understandable. Um, the closest thing I will say, and I cannot say how much that I appreciate that they threw this in, when Professor X came rolling into the Illuminati room, mm-hmm. they played the freaking... 90s X-Men theme. 
I didn't notice that because I never watched that show, but that is cool. Yeah, so like, if you were to go back and listen to like the little guitar, the that's X Men. Oh, okay. Like that is that is the X Men show, and if just because they threw that in future X Men content, if we get an X Men MCU movie show, whatever, if they do not use that theme song, I will be extremely upset. (laughs) You know what? Understandable. It's completely understandable. Yeah, like, I mean, the any t- like for the rest of the freaking time that uh, he was on screen, like any time he came on, I was like kind of humming to myself the that <laughs> song. The, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, I freaking love that that theme song. So I hope that the mcu incorporates that like kind of like what they did with the uh the spider-man theme song yeah like if you want to modernize it a little bit like have at it but just keep the keep the bass there yes um other than that not too much to say about the soundtrack like i said the only thing missing was something catchy to get caught in my head but Danny Elfman we, is a master of his craft. Oh yeah. Oh, so incredible. Yeah, I'm kind of glad he's making a, a comeback cuz I'm pretty sure he's supposed to score the Flash movie too. If that movie ever even gets released. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on over to costumes. They had this being a superhero movie, tons of amazing costumes. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Um, I know it, it was like short and sweet, but I got a comment. Reed Richards' Fantastic Four outfit, perfect. So so good. I actually um I always loved that in the like um early two thousand movies that they had it like kind of like kind of smaller and like on the, I can't remember if it was on the left or right side of their, like kind of in like the, the nipple area, not the nipple area, like the peck area. <laughs> I'm like, that is an odd decision to make. But yeah. um, if uh, I remember right, it was always on the left. Okay. Um, I always liked that choice for those, but I know in the comics, it's always been like in the middle, um, which makes sense. Um, and I feel they did a great job um, transitioning that into actual, real life because it doesn't look stupid at all being right up front um the the blues look great i love the black on it too just oh i'm sorry i know it's like a very short scene but like for how much i love the fantastic four that was like my favorite costume of the movie (laughs) agreed there um yeah that like i personally would have liked to see it with um with white gloves and boots just because that's like if you want to get more classic um i am really glad that they didn't try to alter the four at all to look like to have it like stand out from like the previous stuff or yeah no keep four four (laughs) yeah so i'm really glad that they they kept that but yeah that suit was just 
incredible. It it looks like it serves uh like a more functionality than like other suits. Like it, it just seems like it has other things going for it rather than just giving him a cool suit. So I absolutely it, agree. Like maybe like storing some stuff. It, like I I, I want to see more of that suit. Yeah, me too. Um. Also, really, really dug Mordo's outfit, like his green robes. Dude, yeah, his freaking his what are they called? Dreads. His yeah. his hair that made him a lot more intimidating than his uh, short hair that he had in the first one. It he it really did. Awesome. He looked so cool. Like I freaking loved that. Um Professor X was was spot on. I mean, Professor X is hard to get wrong, but I think the Fair. the wheelchair, like just having the classic yellow floating wheelchair was freaking or was it floating or did it have wheels? I thought it was floating. Okay, that's what I thought too. I might be wrong on that, but anyway, just the yellow wheelchair was even if it did have wheels, amazing, very well hidden. Yeah, for sure. So loved seeing that. Um, I love that they had the um, just how he is in the comics, where he's just kind of wearing like a nice suit, and then when he goes into someone's mind, he's wearing like the black turtleneck with like khakis. That was that was great. That was so good. Um, freaking loved Black Bolt's suit. Yeah, from what you've shown me of his con- of how he looks in the comics, yeah, that looks super good. Yeah. Um, compared to his, um, uh, his suit in the Inhumans show. So in the, it's tough because in in the Inhumans TV show, he has, it's more just like a black leather vest with some of like the, um, like the lines going down. Like he kind of has like a lightning bolt kind of, or just, I don't know how to explain his suit. It's just kind of like mirrored lightning going down his chest okay um so that's like what his normal suit looks like um but in the inhuman show it was seriously just kind of like a zip up leather jacket okay which i mean it worked out it worked out for what the show was um i like said like i really wish that we got to see um what he looked like in the, like a, the the mask, and so seeing that we got a version of him with the mask and the freaking tuning fork on his head, because in the show like he just had like a crown with a tuning fork, which I'm like, eh, I guess that's okay. But just seeing like the full costume put together and just how freaking screen accurate it was. Like, I appreciated the ever-living hell out of it. Oh, yeah, dude, I bet. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just Googled um, Doctor Strange Black Bolt. Yeah. And 
they have a picture of him with his mouth gone. Oh, God. And, like, what happened to him? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry you had to relive that. Uh, yeah, so there was a lot of things that I missed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, when he talks, his mouth kind of, like, bubbles out a little bit, like, with the sound waves. And then his eyes, like, completely, like, go red. And then his head freaking caves in. (laughs) Yeah. Freaking gross. So gross. But, yeah, anyway, as I was saying, the, uh, his suit looked incredible. Like, I, I had absolutely no complaints about his suit. Um, they threw in a little extra detail in the helmet that I think made it look really nice. Um, I will say this. Didn't care for Captain Marvel's too much. That's... I mean, it was very plain. Yeah. Like, I feel like hers should have stood out a little bit more. Just because... I mean, come on. Captain Marvel? Oh, no. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um... Captain Carter's freaking loved it. For whatever reason, it didn't. Did it feel like it didn't fit her? A little bit. I yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was with it. It just felt like it was too big. Like I feel like, <laughs> I mean, not to freaking sexualize captain carter or anything but i just felt like it should have been tighter on her and it just felt very loose you know what i i I can honestly agree with you i mean yeah like you said it's not we're not trying to over sexualize or we're not over sexualizing captain mark not captain marvel i'm sorry um i'm just gonna say peggy yeah Um, but no I, i absolutely agree with you yeah, it's like I don't need like freaking skin tight anything on. We don't need like no Black with her. Widow. Yeah, like nothing, <laughs> nothing as far as Black Widow. Yeah. Um, like even her like, um, newer outfit. Like, don't necessarily need anything from like that kind of, uh, look. I do like the like the bulkier, feel to her. It's just like I don't think they nailed the costume quite right. Um, like I'm comparing it to like What If, and I felt like the flag on her, on her chest, like the the red lines on the Union Jack were very thin. So it just I I don't quite know what uh I'm trying to see trying to see if there's like a decent picture of of her yeah if you look up her union jack it's like very very thin um so i think it needs to like they just need to fatten the that out a little bit but everything else looked looked pretty good like her shield was just on point like how can you get that wrong yeah that's that's fair it's just yeah, for me, it's just this the suit. 
like the suit you just needed a little bit more work on. Um, but yeah, seeing seeing Peggy back, dude, that freaking awesome. made my life. Yeah, that... I have I such a crush smile. on Haley Atwell. It's not dude, even funny. I don't blame you. She's hot. <laughs> um. And then getting into like the main characters, Doctor Strange and Wanda. Oh, I love that they carried on, um, or carried, brought in what she was, what uh, outfit we saw her wearing at the end of WandaVision into this one. Because, oh, Chef's Kiss, it looks so good. Although it's kind of weird with the headpiece. I feel like, the not the spikes at the end, but like the little things that like, come like to by her cheeks it uh, did it look like they were kind of like lifted up or did they look pressed down there were some times where it felt like both yeah that's what i thought too and that kind of like bugged me but i don't know which way i would have preferred it would i want them pressed down or lifted up i have no idea um i really like i know that like a lot of people were complaining about like the uh the sleeves but i think that just really showed the um the corruption that she was having with the uh the dark hold yeah because like if you notice on her on her outfit with this or in this movie versus or at the end of wandavision at the end of wandavision all of her like her bracers on her arms, on her or on her gloves, and then all up through her, um, like just the top portion of her outfit. It's all like a very deep red. But if you notice with the um, with with this outfit in in this movie, her sleeves are kind of black. And then they slowly become a little bit more red as you go down her her arm. And her... She kind of has like a crack going through her her suit. Mm. So I really liked like seeing that. Because it just, it just shows like how corrupted she is with the dark yeah. hold. And then like the black fingertips... I was like, yeah, just about to bring those up. That that did she have those at the end of Wandavision? Uh no. Um, Agatha Harkness had had those, that's, but I that's, don't think Wanda did. I think that's such a nice touch, though. I love that. Yeah, right. Because Agatha was also corrupted by the Darkhold. Yeah, so it just makes sense. Yeah, it's it's so interesting. Like how they how they handled that. Um. So I mean, the complaints that I have with the costumes, I feel are just like very minor gripes. But I feel like every one of these heroes you could pick out through like their silhouette, which yeah. are like my big requirements for for good costumes. Yeah, I agree. So where are you at with costumes? Um, I'd say I'm sitting at a solid eight. An eight? Yeah. 
I feel like maybe the one that like I feel it would be a nine, but the costume that takes it down for me is America Chavez's. That was a tough one for me because that, like that is just as screen accurate as you can possibly get. <laughs> That's straight up all she wears in the comics. Yeah, like oh. Look up America Chavez. Okay, if that's the case, then we're giving it a nine. Yeah, like, Google her right now. Like, she freaking wears a jean jacket with the red and white stripes on her sleeve and a big-ass star on her back. Son of a bitch. Okay. Yeah, I think the only difference between this and like another or like this movie and her comic version is she wasn't wearing a, a t-shirt with a star on it okay okay we'll go a nine then <laughs> i mean it wouldn't matter we would have ended up at a nine anyway regardless oh, of if you gave it a yeah, nine or an eight up. because i was going to give it a ten. Oh shit okay just because I like I loved every freaking costume that they they threw at us. Um, I love the defender outfit. I I'll be real. I thought his hair was just like slicked back. I didn't realize it was like a ponytail. And so once I like saw the ponytail, like his costume worked like way better for me. Is it bad just because I hate that kind of hairstyle on a guy? I wanted to cut his ponytail off. I mean, personal preference. I yeah. yeah. I don't know. Whenever I see, maybe maybe I don't know. I know he didn't have a man bun, but for some reason, like I thought of that when I saw it. So I'm just like, where are my scissors? <laughs> yeah. So I really really dug that that outfit. I thought it looked super cool. I really loved his his outfit from eight three eight universe, like just the blue. Oh um, yeah, I thought that looked freaking killer. Um, and then finally, like this outfit, it did did feel a lot more uh, comic book accurate with uh with everything. And I think the uh, the blue patch on the on his cloak is just like a really nice touch. It is. I thought I thought that was going to annoy me, annoy, annoy me, but no, I agree. That was a very nice touch. Yeah, it worked out super well. So, not complaining about it at all. So, I'll give it. I'm giving it a ten. Costumes, well, you, but you since we round down, it's gonna be a nine. Oh, so you just put a nine? Yeah, if I would have put a ten, it would have averaged this out to it like a nine and a half, and we don't apply for a nine and a half. Oh, okay. So that's kind of why I adjusted it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. All right, and then last up, we got our own personal grade. Don't so, take this one? yeah, where are you at? All right. So overall, super solid sequel uh, for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Had a great time with this film. Um, I know the some of the cameos let people down. I enjoyed basically all of them um wanda was amazing strange was amazing wong was amazing america chavez grew on me <laughs> that's the best way to say, i i could say it fair um, yeah. um but no overall i had a really good time with the sequel and 
for being the first MCU horror film. They Sam Raimi delivered, but you know he's he directed Evil Dead, so like, is anyone really surprised? Um, so I would say that my genre grade is I'm gonna go an 87. No, god damn it. Sorry. There we go. Ooh. Yeah, I I am way higher <laughs> than you are. <laughs> um I will say I enjoyed this movie just as much. And this is going to be a bold thing to say, if not more than Spider-Man No Way Home. All right, I'm out. And listen, this is my reasoning behind it. It was an amazing, an amazing movie. But I feel like the one thing that Spider-Man had over this movie is Spider-Man was able to hit us in the nostalgia really freaking hard. And for a majority of the movie. True. So I I don't remember what score I personally gave Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh yeah, because it doesn't show that far back. Yeah, well we also Oh wait, oh, yeah, did we, we have Vic scores. Yeah, because uh Vic sent in his scores for that movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just looking really fast. Okay, yeah, we don't have have those scores, um, but I know that we gave Spider Man for like our overall score. We gave it a ninety eight. Damn, I didn't know that high. Holy shit! Well, it's because Vic freaking hundred percented everything, which Vic was supposed to be part of this episode. But I decided he had better things to do. So I swear, Vic, if you're not on the next one that we invite you to, I we I at least I am. I am officially saying that DJ is the third host <laughs> of the All Bros. Yep. Oh damn! You. I'm coming after you. <laughs> so if you if you if you uh, back out of the next one we invite you on, I'm sorry, man. You're the fourth host now. Oh shit! You will <laughs> Suck on that. Yeah, so I'm not quite up at like a 98, but I think I'll put this at what I I feel like my the same level as No Way Home. Uh, I'm going to go to a 96. Okay. Just because I loved this movie. I loved everything that they did with it. I, I love that they, even though this is like multiverse of madness and you're thinking that he's going to jump from different universe to different universe and i'm so glad that they just restrained it down to two main universes and then like one additional that it's like kind of getting banished to yeah which and i appreciated the hell out of that i loved the illuminati sequences even though it was very very short um it just gave me it gave me enough of the characters that I was just like, okay, like I'm I'm happy with this. Um, but yeah, 
Like overall, very happy with the movie. I loved this one. Cannot wait to go back and and explore this movie and everything else that it has to offer, or things that I I missed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm sitting at a ninety six. All right, well, that averages us out to a 91.5 for our personal score. So that brings our final All Bros letter grade for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness to a... A minus. Okay. That's not That's super good. Yeah, so it's sitting at a 90.62%. Wow, okay. Yeah, so it's it's definitely on the lower end of our A- movies. But it's still an A. Yeah, st- still an A. A-. Or an A-. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, damn. It's actually... Oh, wait. Forgot to reorder it. I was gonna say it was at the bottom of our A minus scores, but um, no, it's not. Oh man, this is interesting. <laughs> All right, so Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, like I said, is sitting at a ninety point six two percent. Which, like I also said, puts it at an A minus. Comparing this to other A minus movies that we have scored, this puts it below Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which is at a 90.66%. It puts it below Promising Young Woman, which is at a 90.75. Okay. Puts it below Tusk. Which is at a 90.79. Puts it below Turning Red, which is at a 90.87. Okay. And then (laughs) it is also below the Untrained Eye Crash and Taz score for Spider-Man Far From Home, (laughs) which is at a 90.93. Okay. And let me just reiterate, that is just the Untrained Eye Crash and Taz score. They sent me their scores. That is what they they collectively gave Far From Home. But once we added it to our score, it it was it was different. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Which is freaking crazy. Because, like, the difference between that and, or between Doctor Strange and going up five movies from to Spider-Man Far From Home, the difference is 0.3%. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's insane. I love doing this, dude. I love just, like, how... <laughs> Like, collectively, like, any of these movies, I could say, hey, this movie, A-. minus. Everyone would agree with me. Like, I feel, I feel like everyone could agree with me. Like, right? But being like, oh yeah, Turning Red is better than 
<laughs> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Like, I know I would catch shit for saying that. I mean, not necessarily. I know there there were quite a there's quite a bit of people that are not a fan of uh what Turning Red sets out to do with its story. So I could actually see people agreeing with you. Yeah, probably. Anyway, I I I just think it's funny. <laughs> no, it, no, I I can absolutely agree with that. Um, all right, let's see. Um, but that. A 90.62 puts Doctor Strange above Little Women, which is at a 90.61. So that is seriously a 0.01% difference. Damn. Um, Puts it above 1917, which is at a 90.37%. Yeah, I can agree with that one. Um, Puts it above Us... And Soul, which are both at a 90.25%. Okay. And then finally puts it above The Matrix, which is at a 90.24%. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Sorry, DJ. Yeah. Like, it's such... This is why I love our system. Because <laughs> it is seriously just percentages away. Dude, like no joke. We so this is I'm a, so I'll list off all of the movies above Doctor Strange until we get a full percentage away. Okay? Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Promising Young Woman, Tusk, Turning Red, The Spider-Man Far From Home score for Untrained Eye and Crash and Taz, like just their solo one. How to Train Your Dragon, Hidden World, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and Coco. All of those are within a single percent. Wow. Yeah, and the only, and technically the, and so the Batman is, is a full percentage difference between Doctor Strange and so the Batman's at 91.62. Doctor okay. Strange is at 90.62. Wow. Okay. Like, how crazy is that, that dude? That is super crazy. That's awesome, though. <laughs> Man. Which is... I, I freaking love our, our, break, our system, dude. Like, you have no I, idea. I well. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, so that concludes this week's breakdown. Um, if you guys liked what you heard and you want to hear more of our amazing voices, because who wouldn't, um, be sure to follow us on basically wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all that fun jazz. Um, and if you can't find us, you're probably on the wrong platform. You need to switch your... Um, podcast listening place um and if you prefer to listen this way you can catch all of our episodes on youtube uh you can also follow us on social media where you can also dm us with any of your episode ideas or if you want to join us um that is a great way to um get a hold of us and also our email is a great way and i shall read all of those out now 
So Facebook, you got facebook.com forward slash the all bros, Twitter and Instagram at the all bros, TikTok, we are at the all bros, and our email is the all bros channel at gmail.com. Um, if you want to check out our website where you can get to know us a little more, um, and also a great place to uh, directly buy merch from us where you can actually pick out a design that you actually want and hasn't been um, stamped, copyrighted from other studios, even though Caleb puts so much time and effort into these amazing arts and doesn't steal anything. Um, our website, did I already say it? I don't think I did. Um, anyway. I think so. Uh, I don't know. Well, reiterate it, tinyurl.com forward slash the albros um and if you would prefer to buy your merch um a different way you can do so at um tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the albros channel um so yeah uh next week it's kind of up in the air uh we're deciding between two movies to break down um so we'll uh decide when uh that comes um and we got a huge surprise coming for you guys next week so stay tuned it's gonna be awesome we're very excited um so until then this has been the all bros podcast i am jonathan and i'm caleb and we'll catch you guys next week so long deuces